Hi, and welcome to another podcast from The Human Diver, where we are looking to apply counter-errorism techniques in diving. By that we mean human factors and non-technical skills. Our goal is to give you the knowledge and skills so that your dives are safer and more enjoyable. The podcast is a mixture of short podcasts based on the blogs we have, and longer podcasts, which will be interviews or discussion topics. Show notes will be provided so you can dig deeper if you want. Ready to jump in? This is the third part in a series of four blogs which looks at building psychological safety within your instructional setting or fun diving environments. Teams improve by learning from what's happened and harnessing the diverse experience within those who are part of the team. Creating thinking divers is the goal, or should be the goal, of diver training agencies. In a training environment, it isn't just about the instructor contributing to the learning experience, but also the instructor developing through contributions from the students. In a fun diving environment or while diving on a project or expedition, creating the conditions whereby contributions are welcome and celebrated can lead to dives being more exciting and interesting, along with being safer in the process. More complexity requires greater teamwork, and yet more role ambiguity causes people to make assumptions about how to contribute. Clarify roles at the beginning to reduce both anxiety and ambiguity. You will need to do this periodically to ensure role clarity. Even in a training environment, when the instructor nominates that one of the students will be undertaking a specific role, this means that there are fewer assumptions being made, and questions and suggestions are more likely to be forthcoming because they know what is going to happen on the dive. In the fun diving context, role clarity makes it easier for the members of the team to contribute with suggestions based on their own previous experience and knowledge. Small wins increase confidence and build momentum to develop and improve. This isn't about platitudes and attaboys, but rather about recognizing that it is good to learn something new and develop yourself. When your team members see a series of small wins, that creates a sense of forward motion. Research has shown the benefits of success streaks and the reluctance to break them. Ultimate success may be a way off, but small wins represent continued progress toward your goal. It's the small wins that fuel the team members' efforts to continue contributing at a high level. During a training course, it might seem daunting to go from no skill to success, but the incremental gains and reflecting on those can help students keep motivated. When on a project or exploration dive, then slowly moving towards goals despite setbacks can help the team stay motivated, especially if a contribution has helped solve a problem faced by the team. The bad news is part of the experience of every team. Show your team that you want to hear bad news because it's a measure of performance and performance can't improve until we know and accept where we are today. You may be disappointed, but express appreciation to those who bring bad news. Critical feedback is essential to improvement. Unfortunately, while the majority of instructors are given skills on how to give feedback to differing levels of effectiveness, very few are given the skills about how to receive it. Furthermore, the majority of students are not taught how to debrief a dive, especially when it comes to suboptimal performance. Finally, when feedback is provided to the organization about substandard instructional performance, it is seen as the first step towards litigation as opposed to an opportunity to learn. Such fear reduces the likelihood of improvement and increases mediocrity and absolute minimums being applied. As a leader or instructor, when the team's contributions begin to lag, your first task is to understand why. As you undertake your analysis, your first question should be, is this an ability problem or a motivation problem? The corrective action for an ability problem is very different than that of a motivation problem. 
Ability problems require increased skills, knowledge and experience, and that is your role as an instructor, develop technical skills. However, motivation problems are different and require understanding, confidence, self-efficacy and accountability. Unfortunately, these skills are not necessarily taught during instructor development. If you don't know the root of the problem, you may well address it in the wrong way. As an aside, this also applies for technical in-water skills development. If you don't know how to correct an issue, using rote learning or teaching techniques is unlikely to solve the problem. Often your team members or students may not think their contributions are amounting to anything. Help them understand that the right efforts directed in the right direction create a compounding effect over time. Big contributions take time and often you can't recognize their effects early on. Praise their consistent efforts, especially when there are no visible signs of success. In the end, the little things become the big things. This is especially true for skills like non-technical skills, which take time to develop and their effects to be shown. Delayed gratification pays off. You might think that students have little to contribute when they are part of a team. However, if you think back to the inclusion safety and the need for a shared purpose of mutual learning, your students can help you improve as an individual and as a team. Look for opportunities whereby they contribute. In the context of fun diving, by allowing team members to contribute, then you can increase the chance of having more fun and using the cognitive diversity in your team to solve problems you face. This includes in an incident or adverse event. Don't dismiss others. They might have an answer you haven't thought about. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to know more about what was discussed in this episode, head over to the Human Diver website at thehumandiver.com where you will find details about our education programs, the If Only documentary, the book Under Pressure, and the many, many blogs we have published there. If you think others should listen and learn, consider sharing the link. Thank you.